Hi, and welcome to another edition of State Champs W's Ready, Set, Cheer podcast, a weekly show dedicated to competitive cheer and dance in the Great Lakes states. My name is Antoinette Phelps, and Ready, Set, Cheer is presented by Lawrence Technological University. The Blue Devils cheer and dance teams are recruiting student athletes right now. Academic and athletic scholarships are available. You can recruit yourself by visiting ltuathletics.com. I'm Sydney Cariel, and Ready, Set, Cheer is also brought to you by the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. The physical therapy and sports medicine pros with the Detroit Medical Center. Check out our wide variety of DMC Game Changers segments featuring tips on becoming a better, stronger, and healthier athlete. You can find Game Changers on the State Champs Michigan Facebook page or YouTube channel. Nominations are being accepted now for this year's Detroit Athletic Club Foundation Male and Female Athlete of the Year Awards. Are you an elite athlete with good grades and a leader in your school or community? You could win a $5,000 college scholarship and be recognized as the Athlete of the Year. Six male and six female candidates will be nominated, but you can't be nominated unless you apply. Download the application today at dacathleteoftheyear.com. And finally, the Goodman Acker Law Firm. During the most difficult times of your life at Goodman Acker, you work with the same attorney and team the entire length of your case. They fight for you, just like they would a member of their own family. Experienced, ethical, aggressive. Mention you heard about Goodman Acker on State Champs, and they will provide you with a free assessment of your case. Goodman Acker, good decision? Call 1-800-TRUSTED. We thank all of our partners in supporting Ready, Set, Cheer. Hi, everybody. So I am flying solo today. My girl Sydney is out of town this week, so I'll be hosting this episode alone. First, I just wanted to give a shout out to Wendy. Hi, Wendy. Thank you for emailing us. She wanted us to give Huron Huron League some love. So first, let's talk about Huron League. We think we'll have a coach or two on in the next coming episodes. But just to let everyone know, the Huron League, we actually had state champs out there in 2000, in, excuse me, in 2021, um, out at the Huron League Jamboree. So some teams that were there, Flat Rock, Carleton Airport, Riverview, New Boston Huron, Monroe Jefferson, Gross Eel. So those are the teams we kind of are, have our eyes on. And a couple weeks ago, there was a competition on January 5th. It was the Huron League competition hosted by Carleton Airport. They are a Division II team. And they ended up winning that competition with a score of 699.6. Flat Rock came in second, very close competition with a score of 697.2. And Gross Eel came in third. Airport also goes up against some really heavy competitors, depending on what the competition is, like Allen Park, Carlson, Trenton, Divine Child, and they definitely hold their own. Same goes for Riverview. And I've also heard that Airport's coach, Amber, is a total rock star, so I'm hoping that we will be hearing from her soon. I watched a clip of their round three, really pretty basket toss, really strong team, and I'm excited to learn more about them. We also had another competition. Um, Flat Rock held an invitational actually in December, and they finished in first place for Division Three. They also won the first Huron League Championship in February 2021. But some other notable stats for Flat Rock is 2016, 2019, and 2020, they were district champs, 2017, 2018, and 2021 state qualifiers, 
And in 2021, they came in fourth place overall at States for Division Three. I actually do remember watching them last year, and I was commenting on them a little bit, but I do remember thinking Flat Rock had amazing talent. And then one more for the, the Huron League. On January 19th, they had one at Jefferson. Airport won that one with a score of 725.5. Jefferson came in second with 713.44. And Gross Eel came in third with 708.86. So I, I thought that was really cool to watch because I saw everybody's scores really rising just in a matter of those two weeks. So hi, Huron League. We love watching you and keep up the good work. All right, everybody, let's get into our interview with our guest today. Okay, this week we have a very special guest on our show, actually a returning guest and a friend of mine, Marcy Vandereek. Hi, Marcy, how you doing? I'm good. How are you, Internet? Good. Thank you so much for being here. Of course. It's always so everyone- a pleasure. Yeah, so everyone might actually remember your voice because Marcy was actually on last year when we did the MSU Alumni Podcast. So Marcy is back now to talk about middle school cheerleading. Yes. So Marcy, just reminding us a little bit about your background in cheerleading and coaching. Um, You cheered at Port Huron. Is it Port Huron Northern? Port Huron Central? Port Huron Northern, yeah. Okay, Port Port Huron Huron Northern, Northern. of course, Michigan State, then the Pistons, and then you coached at Northwestern in -hmm. Illinois, and then after that, you made your way back to Michigan. So tell us a little bit how you came about, a little back and forth between Chicago and Michigan, (laughs) eventually made it back to Michigan, and just tell us a little bit about how you came to accept this position coaching at West Middle School. Sure. Um, So we moved to the Rochester area about four years ago you know, always love cheerleading, have a passion for it. I've always wanted to get back into coaching. Um, so it was actually a couple of years ago, um, right when COVID was hitting, I had reached out to one of the middle schools and um, just inquired, just like reached out randomly because, you know, all of this information is not easily available, especially for people that are not um within the school system, you know, like I work for a marketing agency. I don't, I'm not a teacher or anything like that. So, um, I had reached out to an athletic director at one middle school and then they were, um, they responded and said, no, we're good, but West needs, um, a coach. Are you interested? Blah, blah, blah. And literally happened in a week's time. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I don't have a ton of competitive, experience but i have all of the background and the organization and all of that good stuff and they were like okay we're good (laughs) let's move forward and so i started last year as the seventh grade coach um and then now this year so within this year that eighth grade coach from last year did not uh continue so i moved into the eighth grade role which was really nice because the seventh graders, the girls that I coached last year, I just absolutely loved. And it was natural for me to kind of slide into that eighth grade um, coaching role with them. Oh, that's great. So is it fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, or is it just seventh, eighth? Just seventh, eighth. Okay, great. Okay. So what kind of skills are you working with in middle school? So right now, um, we are working really, really trying to focus on um, gymnastics. Um, I know the 
back handsprings huge back walkovers always been huge for middle school um unfortunately with covid the participation went down a little bit as far as like the girls coming out um so a lot of the participation we're still working on getting up to that skill level so currently i know um my eighth graders and the seventh graders handful of us have um back walkovers but not many and we work really closely with um the high schools as well rochester high um coach wood invites us there for their gymnastics every wednesday um because i know it's super important to them so we try to get them there to improve their skills it's tricky with everything happens happening so quickly in such a short season it feels like we don't have enough time to incorporate gymnastics um but yeah as far as gymnastics really trying to focus on back walkovers back handsprings um as in middle school okay anyone working on talks yet we have a couple girls yeah we have a couple girls that have talks for sure and you'll you can see the the um athletes that have been in gymnastics prior years and and those are typically the ones that have the handspring and the tuck and it's just like you and I you know when I didn't learn a handspring until high school Mm -hmm. and so I I never had that experience of gymnastics before so right well that was actually one of my questions as far as working with the high schools now West Middle School does it go just into Rochester High or do you also go into Adams and Stoney um, how yeah, does that so work? We're unique. We're, we feed into Adams and Rochester. Okay. Um, and majority both really of my good schools. Eight. Yeah, two amazing schools. And um, very supportive as far as like feeder schools and um, easy to connect with and reach out to and super helpful for the girls. Um, so we, I've got about majority of my eighth graders going to Rochester next year. Um, I think the seventh graders, I think majority of them are going to Adams. So okay. it, it flip-flops. Oh, that's cool. So you said that you do work with the coaches as far as Susan Wood, who is the uh, Rochester coach, and you also work with the Adams coach a little bit as well. Like, do they know what's coming to them from you? Do they have a pretty good idea? I, ha- I haven't. I don't talk to Brooke as often as we talk to Coach Wood um, because we go to gymnastics with them. Um, more often and we I sit with her and chat with her um, but in the beginning of the year uh, Brooke had allowed us to come there and cheer one of their varsity games which was super cool for the girls yeah. Um, but yeah so coach Wood has a better idea of who's coming to to her school yeah okay as far as girls yeah yeah that's great. I mean, I'm sure that's very helpful for them as well. I know, like the middle school I went to, we kind of dispersed all over Oakland County. So it was really hard, like for Notre Dame Prep, for example, we didn't have necessarily one feeder school. So they don't really know what's coming to them. Whereas maybe a Rochester and Adam knows who's coming up and who to look for from West Middle School. Yeah. And um, with that being said, uh, their JV coach, Jessica Ma, is super helpful for us as well. She makes time to come to our practices um, to help out. And I know that she likes to have an idea of who is coming over to Rochester, what their skills are, what we need to start honing in on. And she's she's 
really helpful there and really a great mentor to myself and um, Coach Michelle, who coaches seventh grade. That's great. So going back to the skills a little bit, so we talked about gymnastics. So what do you think is the most important skill that you want middle schoolers to walk away from when they leave West? Is it the gymnastics or are there other things as far as jumps and motions and voices? Do you kind of focus on everything or is it like, I want everyone to walk out of here with a back walkover? No, I think it's a little bit of everything. You know, in middle school, they're really trying to find their passion and hone in on what they're good at. And and some of these girls are going to move on to do cheerleading throughout high school. And some of them are going to realize, okay, this is just not for me. And so just really trying to evolve them to understand the team mentality concept and while working on these individual skills. Now, as a cheerleader, there's so many skills that you have to learn. Um, I think obviously tumbling is huge, especially in the Rochester area, but just visualizing the look of the tightness and the motions and how like stiff you should be in all of your uh, each particular motion and jump. We took the girls to Lake Orion a couple of weeks ago um, to watch. It was um, Rochester, Adams, Stony Creek, Lake Orion, Athens. Um, And just to have them see that because they last year, competition, it was more of a practice. We had kind of a a fake competition. You know, it it was us and one other school. It really wasn't. They didn't get to see. And and if they don't, if they haven't seen it within their families or they're really not into it or involved, they don't know. I can say, hey, be stiff or, you know, like tighten up, tighten up over and over. Give me your facial, smile, show. But they're doing the best that they can until they actually see it, you know, like, so it was really cool to take them and see. And I'm like, you see, you see them. Like they all have, they're wearing masks and you see that they smile with their eyes, you know, like we have to smile with our eyes you obnoxiously, you know? So just teaching them how to perform and, and be a cheerleader at at this level. Well, speaking of competition, you had your first competition on January 16th. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Okay. Last Saturday. Okay. Yeah. How did how did that go for them? It um it didn't go as well as we hoped. And to be completely honest, I'm not even sure what we had hoped for or what we had expected. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I know that the Rochester area schools are all very competitive. But it's so up in the air with, I mean, we had girls out for COVID and we've heard, you know, we, we communicate with um, the other middle schools as well via um, Instagram, Van Heusen and Hart. And we're going back and forth, like, are you guys struggling with um, sickness as well? And so we're all kind of experiencing that. And, and I'm like, I don't know what to expect to see on the mat. So I just know what our girls had to do. And, you know, we start off with basics to make sure that we can hit everything tight and sturdy. And when we went into Saturday, we went in really confident and we were looking good. And um, they did good. Round one, um, we sped through and we got a penalty. And our scores were, were not as great. We were We were last. And I hadn't told them just because I didn't want to get their spirits down because I know, quite honestly, we spent a lot more time on round three 
and I, I knew that they could bring the energy for round three and they did and their round three like brought me to tears you know like I they did so good and what was so hard for me was to watch them just not know and and they they did take last place and the scores weren't as high as we had hoped for so it was a little disappointing but again and I've told them and their parents like any everything that they have had given to me was everything that I expected and they looked so good for for us you know so that's all I could ask for and moving forward now we know a little bit more what to expect we know what the other school's scores were we know who we can kind of chase you know as far as like how we can get ahead we also know that um how to set realistic goals and and we're going into this next competition we just want to get better scores than last saturday and, right. and improve all scores of course so and i think that's, that's what a lot of coaches go through that too is just we want to get better every week yeah so when so is your we next had, competition so, sorry go ahead Marcy. so it's saturday it's our next competition is saturday it's at adams um so before for stony creek when we when we got last that week you know we i had two girls that um, had COVID. So I had to pull them out. I had to rearrange round three and minimize some of our stunts. So we didn't get as many points as we'd hoped. So going into this week, putting them back in, changing things again. And we had Monday off, we had a game on Thursday. So we've got two-ish days to do this and make the changes and just all happens so quickly and I, I wish that we had more time but the girls are are so focused for middle school they they surprise me they're focused and they retain it and so I'm I'm confident going into Saturday that they'll do just great that's that's great I mean it's it's a hard year it's another very fluid situation with every team kind of struggling with girls being in and out and sickness and injuries and everything else that goes into it so I know it's a little bit tricky so Marcy was this some of their first time competing when they had that competition last weekend yes this was most of their first time competing um some of them competed last year um but like I said last year last year we had I think seven girls, something super small. Um, and they went out there and held their own and they did it. And But it was so different today. We've got a total of 14 girls now. We take 11 um, for round one and 13 for round two. Um, but yeah, it was most of their first time competing. And even with last year, this felt like their first time competing. Oh, it, that's so fun. We went... We went, we were about to go out and um, one of my captains, super confident, like great leader. She, you know, we we're about to go to the floor and she turns to me with pure panic in her eyes and glossed over, where do I go? Where do I go? I, I, what do you mean? You go out there, you cheer on, you cheer up. We practice this, last, but where do I, she panicked. I'm like, just relax relax. We practice this. Just cheer out there naturally. We're good. Slow down. <laughs> when I she got off the mat. I remember being like that though. I, I remember I being out there and blacking out for a second being like, am I, I in know. the right spot? <laughs> what cheer are we doing? Yeah. 
know. I had one of the girls that got off the mat, and they were like, oh, my God, that was so scary. <laughs> that is awesome. What a fun feeling, though, for them to to have that and for yeah. you to have that again. Yeah. This. Oh. oh, my God. Coming off of round three, them coming off of round three, I just – it um, it felt – so good and they were so excited they, they knew they hit everything and that was that was a really cool feeling so i'm excited to um see and, and experience those with the next couple of com- competitions as well okay great so how many more do you have coming up then two more for the season yeah we just have um the adams tomorrow and um we have lake orion on the 29th okay great so you've already touched on this a little bit, but you've had a long experience with cheerleading from high school to college, professional, coaching yourself. What would you say for middle school is the most challenging and the most rewarding as a coach? Ooh. Um, I think, like I said, I think these girls are trying to find their passion and trying to identify um, what accountability means. And we actually had a a practice one time, um, and I had them write down how, what accountability meant to them, how they thought that they were being accountable. Um, I think the challenging part is for them to realize, um, what it takes to be involved in a, in a sport, in an, a true, um, sport that they love. Um, and especially, and I think that's challenging for me as well, because you and I know going, moving into, um, the collegiate level, like clearly it's, it's a passion and it's still a passion for me. And so when it's like, well, I don't know if I can come to practice, um, this day I've got this going on and, and I have this, I'm going to be late for this. And, and I'm like, what do you, you mean? <laughs> like you have, you have practice and and they don't know that feeling yet. And, and they don't know. They're learning how to prioritize that. Um, so I think, and, and like I said, I think once they realize what they love and they're, they're either going to move on and do it. And I think the ones that do move on and do it, they're, they're going to have that passion. And they'll do it within high school. And the girls, some girls will figure out, okay, well, maybe something else is, you know, my passion. So I think that's, that's a definitely a challenging, um, part for us. Um, the most rewarding, and I, I feel like these, there's so many different pieces of these that can be rewarding and challenging, but I think just watching them grow and watching themselves grow. Um, like I said, I've been with these girls last year, they seventh grade just seeing them evolve and even from football season because we when we started when they were in seventh grade we were doing um uh, uh double base thigh stands and man they thought they were the whip when we got up in those <laughs> and now it's like we got them and, and and we're not doing anything super extreme but we're getting up into elevators so naturally and we're getting extensions and we're coming down and and we're starting to twist down and if they had thought that they were going to be doing that before when we first started with our sweet thigh stands, they, they would have no idea. So it's just, it's super cool to see them um, evolve and grow uh, and, and learn all of these things. And they're so 
good at it. You know, like it, 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 you'd think like, man, I don't know if they're going to get it. And they do. And, and it clicks. And the more that they do it, the more that it sticks. And it's just super cool. What a fun thing for you to be able to be a part of too. Just a great coaching experience. And then just even leading them through this whole life thing, you know, that's so important in middle school, the priority thing and organizing and, you know, being somewhere where you say, when you say you're going to be there, you need to be there, whether it's practice or school or homework or whatever it is. I think that's great that you're instilling that with them right now. Yeah, it's really great. And they're truly a good group of girls. You, you hear, you know, like you can have cattiness on cheerleading and, and attitudes and everything. And I have to, I have to say these girls have been wonderful and they do have a passion for it. And it's, it's really great to watch. That's awesome. So if there's one last thing you want to tell all the listeners about coaching middle school cheerleading or about West Middle School, what would it be? Um, about West Middle School. Can't hold us down. We will rise above. Is we that added that cheer? to our, yeah, we added that to our, um, our uh, round two this week because of, you know, coming in, coming in last place never feels good for anybody. And, and so we want everyone to know that um, we are a force to be reckoned with, and we will continue to work hard and we will rise above and we'll, we will keep improving. I love it. I love that you put that right in the cheer for them too. That's great. Well, Marcy, as always, thank you so much and best of luck to you and your girls this season. We'll be watching for you. Thanks, Antoinette. It was really great speaking with you as well. It's always great catching up with Marcy, and I really loved hearing some of that information she shared with us about middle school cheerleading. She definitely has a passion for coaching, so that was awesome. Before I list off some competitions to keep your eye on this week, I want to remind everyone that State Champs was at the KLAA West Division Cheer Meet last week, and Sydney was actually able to be there to check out some of the teams. If you take a look at our, at our State Champs W Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube pages, you can see clips of Sydney actually interviewing a couple of the girls from the Brighton cheerleading team and also the head coach, Christina Wilson. We love her. She was on our podcast last year. You might recall that. Um, and it was really fun watching them. They Brighton looked really strong. Everything hit. Um, and the one thing that really stuck out to me was when the coach said, these girls haven't even hit their peak yet. So we are still in January. We are in the thick of competition season. And all these teams are working really hard on getting to where they need to be by February. So we are very excited to continue watching Brighton, Heartland. They came in second, another strong team. And all of the other teams out there working to get to where they need to be for districts, regionals, and hopefully states coming up soon. So let's talk about the competitions, and we will wrap up the month of January with this. On January 25th, we have the Mac Gold number two at Marysville. January 26th is the Bulldog Bash at Chelsea. January 26th, OAA White at Clarkston High School. On January 26th, the Wolverine Conference Jamboree at Allegan. January 28th, Ramble Rumble at Lamphere. January 28th, the Troy Invite at Troy High School. January 29th, the 5th Annual Melvindale Cheer Invitational. January 29th, 8th Annual Plymouth Invitational at Plymouth. January 29th, AP's Mega Middle School Cheer Fest at Allen Park. January 29th, Chippewa Valley Cheer Invite at Chippewa. January 29th, Crusader Rumble at Lance Cruz North. 
January 29th, Grand Blank Bobcat Classic at Grand Blank. January 29th, Lake Orion Invitational at Lake Orion. And also January 29th, LMCCOA Scholarship Invitational at Byron Center. All right, everyone, that's it for today. Have a great week out there, and we will see you next week. Cheers. Cheers.